and welcome back to the horror of the Emerald Valley. This is our Earth Dawn one-shot run by our friend Rob. Say hi, Rob. Hi. Oh, you didn't say hi, Rob. <laughs> well, he's already done that <laughs> once. I can't do it again. <laughs> no, he did it like the first like four times I told him to say it. Oh, okay. I'm just seeing okay. what you do. <laughs> and then I teased him about it. He didn't say it this time. That's oh, too bad. I wanted to see what uh, happened. It's, it's, it's cool. Rob is an awesome guy, and he is the host of the Songbirding Podcast, which is about birds. I I, you're correct. You sound like you aren't sure of that. I'm pretty sure it's about birds. <laughs> Rob, it's about birds, is. right? It is. Okay, good. Yeah, go listen to it. It's about birds. It's very relaxing. If you want to know more precisely, it is field recordings. Um, yeah. Where I, yeah. Gui so it's, I guide it's people through. It's listening to birds in the wild. Yes, exactly. You know, more relevantly, of course, I have the Name Givers podcast as well. Yeah, which I was is about to say, he's also play the, the, the reason he's here is because he also is the head of the Name Givers podcast, which is another Earth Dawn yeah. game. So, yeah, I'm, I've been in that twice now. Yes? No? You maybe? have been in released episodes now once, and you will be I've, yes. in another one. <laughs> You'll be in another I've one soonish. I've been slowly but surely like catching up on that on my car rides to work every oh, once in a wow. while, and I still haven't gotten to the point where Susanna's in it, but I'm really enjoying okay. what I've been listening to so there you far. Go. So I'm excited to hear my wife's voice, but I've been enjoying the main cast and the story so far too. So yeah. nice. So you can take our take our advice and go listen to that yeah. when you are done listening to this episode. Yeah. Uh, unless you're in the future, in which case you should finish listening to this entire season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One shot. one shot. You should listen to this entire one shot and then go listen to Name Givers. Even though our one there shots are more like mini series. We could have, we should have called it mini series Monday. I'm fully yeah. acknowledged that, but I didn't think of the name until I mean, like three months after we started. It's just like um, Behind the I'm Veil. We can change the name. I'm not going to change it now. But why? Because one shot still works better for like a TTRPG. Like it's, it's marketing. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> All right, but uh, we are going to get started in just a second, but I want to invite everyone to join us and Rob over on the Cast Junkie server, where you can hang out with us and we'll talk to you about our shows. It's lots of fun. Let's go ahead and get started. And before we do, we'll find out what happened last time on the Horror of the Emerald Valley. So we ventured down into the care to find what was to be found, uh, and came across these cadaver men. Not that we knew that uh, at the time. There was battle, and uh, I proved once again in comparison to, well, certain overblown human that I know it, and he does not. Anyway, uh, yes, we did not have to worry about him very long anyway, because he eventually got uh, pulled into this giant collection of bones and flesh. Rather disgusting. But as we went through it, we combated these, uh, the captain took some nasty hits, uh, and the windling, um, had, had to, uh, had to practice her, her thread reeves, but it, it came out very useful. Ended up clearing away what was needed, including this amalgamation of bones, and as we were all clearing it up, we, I, I had this realization of this place was even more familiar than it seemed to be. It was exactly like that vision in my dream before, and Thravek, my friend, had mentioned a name. A name, Scarlath, that I... I cannot pull from the mists of my mind, and yet I feel that I should. There is some importance, but of what I do not know. Alright, Rob. Your turn. Take it away. So last time where we ended, we, uh... I think some of you were healing up, 
and uh, you were taunted. Uh, Thravek, you were the one who was taunted, correct? Mm-hmm. By uh, the voice. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, the mysterious um, voice that's been talking to us. I believe one of you had noticed uh, the ruins to the west of where you're standing. Of basically, it looks to be a caved-in area of the care that someone has excavated. Beyond that, I'm looking to see if maybe I can get... I'm thinking uh, Mitzi. Am I pronouncing that right? Mixy. Mixy. Can I get a Mixy to roll a... Do a wizard half magic perception. So this is where you take your perception step, add four because you're circle four, and you roll that uh, with option of karma if you would like. Uh, yeah, it's just a second. She doesn't have. I got to find my character sheet. <laughs> oh, she's not prepared oh, good, like I am. First try. All right, so tell me what to do again. Uh, it would be uh, rolling a perception check, uh, perception plus four. So whatever your perception is, add four. And with the option of karma, and you'll remember on roll 20, that is a step four bonus uh, if you're rolling yes. karma. Yes. Man, my brain is not working. What do I add to it? I'm so sorry. Oh, plus four. So uh, you're rolling step 11, and then you can do a bonus dice, step four, if you're using karma. I'll just use... You probably have plenty of karma, though. I mean, yeah, but... As, as a windling, you would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Windlings are full of karma. I All right, made I, it. I rolled a 28. I, Holy heck. Oh, Dan, my oh, God. Wow. Right wow. She exploded on a D8 twice. You got a 9 on the D10. That's yeah. even on top of that. Yeah, I rolled real good. As you're, you know, spending time regrouping yourself, you're noticing um, something kind of pretty and shiny around the neck of one of the deceased um, <laughs> cadavermen. Uh, specifically the elf. Oh yeah, I I zip right over to that. And you see that there is a clear small orb around the neck. Kind of around like a necklace kind of thing. Just like kind of tied around with a, we'll say like a a leather strap or something like that around the neck. It's a very small orb. It's To you it's like, hey, this is like a windling size orb. Yeah, I think Mixie's going to reach out for it and try to like pull it off like off of its strap yeah you can definitely do that and um as you touch it you suddenly see a image image kind of appear above it it starts to glow and then an image of a windling appears in front of you and it just starts talking and you might know this as a wizard trick that is sometimes done by other wizards where they'll record a message in some kind of magic item and uh suddenly starts speaking uh it's a male windling in kind of fairly typical wizard outfit, you think this is probably the person who enchanted this item. And you hear, I am Cyrus Sparklewing, and this memory orb will be a copy of my most important diary entries about the history of Care Flaxworth. And then it just stops. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Go on. And then it says, I sadly am the last wizard remaining here. I've been testing the remaining population, but so far... I've not found any among us who carry sufficient amount of magic in themselves to be more than mere half-adepts at best. I hope to live to see the end of the scourge, but if not, hopefully another wizard can find this and learn of our fate, and then just poof, disappears. (gasps) (laughs) Mixie is stoked. That's cool. (laughs) Oh yeah, Mixie is stoked. I think, like, is that all that's going to play from it? Um, you might have to study it a bit, you think, okay. in order to see how to yeah. figure out I'm immediately going to like pick it up and like and zip back over to the other side. <gasps> look at what I've had. Look at this. Look, it's so cool. It's, it's, it's pre-scourge. Look at this. It's so cool. It's, 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 look, it's a wizard. It was a wizard's diary. I'm just going to play with it. Okay, bye. 
and she's going to immediately like, sit down on the ground. Wow. <laughs> that was something. <laughs> so I took a breath before I did it. Um, and oh she's just going to like sit down and start like trying to learn. And each, she's just going to study it for a little while. She's just oblivious to anything else that's going on. She's sitting on uh, Throbek's shoulder again. I think Throbek looks around at the other ones and he just got taunted, but he also loves history. So he just says, um, did she say pre-scourge somewhere in that? I think I heard it buried in there somewhere. Yes, it could be rather important. Um, just for a reminder, how did I get taunted? Like, what exactly did the the voice say to me last time? Oh, there was a voice in your head exactly, that's, yeah. that said, that stated that uh, you were smarter than he had thought. Um, that Scarlath um, he thought was the smartest of you. Uh, but you are starting to measure up. Something to that effect. I don't remember the exact wording gotcha, okay. I used, but it was something to that effect. <laughs> so Scar- Scarleth was a name you recognized, but not sure gotcha. why you recognized. So I don't feel like I have a pressing need to go investigate the voice right this second. It's up to you. Or at least no, I'm saying like not necessarily from like the like what it said to me. It doesn't sound like no, it's... No, uh, there's nothing, yeah. nothing overt yet. I think Thravex curiosity will take the better of him, and he'll just kind of go over to Mixie and just say... Um, could you uh, say that again? What exactly did you find? Uh, Mixie is ignoring you. Mixie is studying this thing, trying to f- learn more about it. And um, I'm just curious, who took the marble that is, you think, Gent? <laughs> uh, I think I picked it up, but I, I think could you be did. wrong. I think I picked it up, I'm just though, because I was the it. one that was most up close and personal with that. Uh, mm-hmm, right. That creature. Right. So I think I picked it up. I do believe Mixie had a look in astral space to kind of confirm that more yeah. or less. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah. Hey, so I got a question. Yeah. I have psychometry. If I remember right, that allows me to look at something real good fast. It does. Let me uh, remind myself by looking at the guide to see what that does. In fact, I don't even have the companion open right now, so I am going to find that. I also have a, a mechanic-related question. Uh, is there anything I can be doing to get rid of a wound? Because <laughs> I have yes. one wound. <laughs> Did I? Um, I'm pretty sure I supplied you folks with some healing potions that was mentioned at one point. Anybody write down the number of those? I did not. I very much doubt it. Uh, let me see. Okay. I might have written I may it down just have in my to consult my notes. Uh, nope. I don't have anything in my notes, so I am going to go with... There was basically one healing potion per person is probably what I would have done. I don't remember exactly, but I do remember mentioning okay. it. Uh, it was actually Gent that went uh, that brought them in, but I, they're not, you know, missing with him. They would probably be in a group uh, pack, I would think. Um, so choose one of you that would have had that. Um, so a healing potion, the way that works, is th- there's a couple different kinds of potions in Earthdawn for a healing one is a booster potion, and that just triggers recovery test plus eight. Uh, so you take, you take your toughness step, add eight, roll that, and you get that much damage back. And it uses what's called a recovery test, to which you have a limited number per day. I think only maybe Throvek has used one right now. I think he did a yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, you're blood right. thing. Then there's the healing potion, which does the same thing, except it removes a wound right away when it does that. <laughs> so you can make use of one of those if you like. And basically... You just declare you're using that, and then you'll roll uh, your toughness plus eight and get back that in damage. uh, I would like to use my healing potion, please. How is everyone doing for damage anyways? It's nice to check (laughs) in. I'm doing fine. I Um, I healed myself to full, so I'm good. Okay. 
Okay, let me see what my toughness is. I am just checking mine now. I think I have a point of strain that I took at some toughness. point, but otherwise I'm <laughs> Probably, yeah. Well, okay, every time you I look use, at astral space, you do. Do I take the wound away and then use my actual toughness, yes. or do I use the... Okay. Yes. All right. I'm guessing there's been a healing thing, otherwise I didn't mark previous damages, which doesn't make sense, because my sheet's clear. Curiosity? <laughs> well, because I think Andrew and I were the only ones that healed, because we both have the blood wound thing. Yeah. Or Pretty sure, yeah. I honestly can't recall if I had any like big injuries in that last one. I don't think I did, but... Yeah, it's possible you didn't. Um, let me... Re what, what's your character's name again? For some reason, it just escaped me. Saliac. Yes, it's a Saliac. Saliac, that's what it is. Okay. I just wanted to see if I had your sheet. All right, so the plus eight, will I put that in the bonus box on roll 20, or do I add that to the... Oh, no, you add it to the I step, so... Say, uh, oh, add it to the step, okay. Yep, yep. So it's six Can't plus... Can't use karma on this or anything. Eight, is that 14? Yes. Okay. 11. Lower than average, but you got yeah, some it's, damage it's, back. It's enough. How many recovery <laughs> tests do you get? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you should have a thing on there that says recovery oh, test per day. Oh, test per day, three. Okay, so you mark one off right now okay. as used uh, in the status page on the sheet. Oh yeah, what do you have remaining for current damage? Just so we know Um, My current damage is currently 19, so minus Ooh. 11, that's eight. Okay, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> like if you still yeah, had 19 left. I was worried left, that 19 mm. was the after number. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I only have nine damage currently. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll say that basically the healing potion thing that was handed to you was probably in a little bundle, like a first aid kit kind of thing. And nice. you just weren't sure how many you had. So you look in there and you've got, yeah, basically uh, four healing potions. And there's a thing in there called a last chance salve that you're going to have to hope that you don't have to use. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you've okay. you've only heard of. Maybe, uh, I, I think this is maybe your standard kit for your uh, your airship crew, maybe. Is gotcha. They, you, know, you send people out with that, and they try not to use that one up, because that's an expensive one, but it's a yeah. salve that's applied to the body when you quote-unquote die uh, to see if it can bring you back. And, uh, oh. oh, boy. Mechanically, that triggers all of your recovery tests uh, oh, all at geez. once, is what it does. And if yeah. you recover enough, you uh, come back to life. If not, then you're done for basically at oh. that point ah so <laughs> yeah so quinamaya is chant. just uh taking a breather and uh <laughs> recovering <laughs> all right and um saliac i just want to check in with what he's doing in his reaction to gent scapperly's disappearance um and, and this is uh, just after confirmation that most likely he is the pebble oh uh, yeah i think mixie shared that right oh yeah i definitely yeah. i would have definitely mentioned it uh, I don't think he really reacts to to the fact that it's Gent, because he did not have any great love for the guy anyway. <laughs> but uh, hearing this in conjunction with the uh, that name that was mentioned, because I, I, did he, I can't remember, did he hear that too when the... I think what you heard was Thravik probably repeating the name Sky or Skarvek and saying, what is that name? Because I, I think, yeah, because I, I recall that he, he said something like, it's, it's a, it sounds like a, a familiar name, and so he's and he's trying to he's he's still just trying to piece it together because it's 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 right it's right on the edge of of, of his recollection, but he can't he can't grab hold of it, and he's I'm also. I'm gonna get just you to roll a willpower test. We'll see if you can will yourself into remembering more. All right. I wish I could do that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> 
For me, that'd be birthdays. I'm horrible with birthdays. I had someone recently, <laughs> basically, it was like, you didn't wish me. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm horrible with birthdays. Look, I don't know what your birthday is unless Facebook tells me. Same. Okay, so I have a step six on willpower. That's an eight. Oh, an eight. Okay. So I'm going to give that one success level. So you have roll around that name in your, your head a little bit. Just the color purple stands out for you. And really, like, maybe a really elegant purple robe just comes to mind. Mm. Mm. He's not really sure of uh, what picture is slowly is slowly building here, but he <laughs> files that away. It's like, he's just thinking, all right, purple, something purple, got it. Uh, Mixie, I think you, you're playing around with it and you're, you're beginning to figure out um, a little more about the orb. I'm get you to roll um, the same half, actually, yeah, the same half magic test, I think. Perception plus your circle, so perception plus four. I'm gonna use, can I use karma for this? You can. 10, all right, that's pretty good. So you think you've figured out how to kind of ask this thing kind of question. It's it, it works in a way that you kind of ask questions to it and it's got uh-huh. a very, you know, I'd say not not a super intelligent spirit, but a very basic spirit in it that seems to be uh, the thing that guides the information through it that you might be able to okay. negotiate with in some way if you ask the right things or... <laughs> oh. so I think I hold it out in front of me and I say... <clears throat> what is your name again? And then it uh, plays that same message again with, I am Cyrus Sparklewing. And this yeah. is Memory Orb is a copy of my most important diary entries. Yada, yada, yada. I think this time Thravik was really curious and he's been like standing over his, her shoulder. And now he's really interested because this is like history and he loves history. So, yeah. But I think he's being quiet, though. By the way, I must apologize. I was looking up the psychometry thing and forgot uh, we were talking about using that as well. So <laughs> I will get you to roll a psychometry, um, yes. which is your what psychometry rank plus perception. I think it's in your. Uh, I think it's in your tab uh, there under okay, Nax. I have. I have it as a neck. I didn't write any information for it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it is. It requires rank six, so it uses item history. Um, so you do write item history roll. Is what we'll do. And use it as okay. that. Yeah. I do have item history. Okay, that I have step 11. Yeah, and this works a little different than the how the it, it, you're kind of studying the orb itself rather than the contents of the orb with psychometry. Yeah. But uh, you can at least then, yeah, do a roll for that and we'll get you to ask some questions potentially. Oh boy, 20. and the re-rolls again. Wow. Nice. 20. Oh All right. Nice. God, I hope so. we don't have to fight anything. You know those rolls are going to go immediately to crap if we do. <laughs> So you got three successes, so you get up to three questions of what this Whoa. item has done or seen um, in the last few, it says days here, but I'll, I'll wiggle it a bit and let you go to like weeks or so if you want to. We'll see what okay. kind of questions you have. Um, What's that name again? It was Cyrus Sparklewing was the name. No, no, the, the name of the guy that they are thinking of. Scarlath, or Leth, Scarlath. I ask it if it has seen Scarlath. Ooh, good question. Yes, several weeks ago. Okay. I ask it if he was with the uh, the elfin dwarf I'm traveling with now. It said no. She was with no. Thravik and Saliak. Oh. Wait, what? So it's saying she. You said he. No, you was, okay. You, you yeah, I, I got real confused for a second because you said no. I get. I got the she part, but but I missed, <laughs> but I missed the... Um, but you said no, it was with Thravik and Saliak. I was like... Wait, are these not Thrawback and Sal? <laughs> that was my question. I was like, okay. that's They're a little... I think, um, Doppelganger. I think Mixie <laughs> announces, oh, hey, uh, hey, hey, that person you were looking for is a girl. 
Okay. Um, I still don't remember her, so... What were, what were they doing here? Was that a question for the, uh, the orb yep. or the psychometry? So for psychometry. Oh, okay. What was the question? Sorry. What were they doing here? This group. Um, and you're speaking in relation to Thravek and Saliak and Scarlath. Mm-hmm. Um, and Scarlath. So it'll say it thinks they were investigating something. But nothing specific. It didn't know. Okay. From its perspective. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Psychometry is an odd one for this one because this is, this is possessed by spirit. So the spirit kind of, I guess, has seen a few things. So I'll go with that's how you're getting this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to address the orb itself. Um, yeah. And say, how did you die? And it will stop. And uh, let me think. I know it's a it's a diary, so it may not have like that specific information, but it might get me something close. No, it might give you something close here. So basically you'll get an answer back and it'll be kind of in Cyrus's uh, body as a form there. It appears as an image. You'll notice his mouth isn't moving. There's a different voice speaking to you. It basically says, unknown. I think Quinn kind of mm, clears her throat and says, maybe uh, instead you could ask it for its last recorded entry. Oh, that, that's a great idea. Hey, uh, tell me about your last recorded entries. Sir Castor and Dame Hibley have gone missing. They are the last, latest of our nobility to vanish. No one is sure if we have any troublemakers within the care who are ensuring the death of anyone who rises rises to the social ladders or of a horror as has made its way in here. In any case, it now seems there are fewer now that aspire to stand out, to be noticed for accomplishment, to be given title, rank, anything. The disappearance of our last swordmaster, Everith Bladeborn, has further fueled fear of a horror amongst our population. Lord Flaxworth has dedicated much of his resources to this problem over the decades, only the result in the brief gains at best. Years go by, and the same problems return. Some may yet turn on him, yet I fear. And then it blips out. There's another recording, right after. I'm putting a spirit lock on this recording, just in case. I'm beginning to suspect something has happened to Lord Flaxworth. While yes, he's an elf, they do age quite slowly. He's powerful at magics, beyond what I can understand. Some of us have begun to note that he has not shown any signs of aging since the care was constructed. Perhaps it is a powerful glamour, but with the disappearances of any who rise in our society, either socially or through adeptry, or naturally skilled abilities, all eventually vanish. I and the last adepts fear our days are numbered. And then it blips out one more time and then says, We think Lord Flaxworth is possessed by a horror. We are going to confront him, but not without a plan. If there are no more messages, the plan have f- has failed. And then it disappears. Huh. <laughs> Sounds like uh, the horror we're looking for is this uh, Lord Flaxworth dude? Yes. Uh, I very curious. That's um, It's amazing that you found something that could give us just a, a look into the past like that. It's it's amazing. Well, uh, yeah, that, that's what I do. I'm an archaeologist. I mean, Thravik's thinking in his mind like, well, and I could have done it too, but... <laughs> He doesn't want to be well, that is one more piece of the puzzle, not necessarily what is going on, but what has gone on, I should say. So it sounds like he was infected by some kind of horror, something that was feeding him, keeping him alive, something? Maybe it has something to do with those uh, those veins we saw last time, a few minutes ago? Hmm, perhaps. Could be. The, the veins that were, um... Can I use my, uh, scourge history skill here at all to try and figure anything out? Yeah, let's uh, have you roll Scourge 
Is that Scourge Lore? Is that what it is? It's uh, history. Yeah. Uh, attribute is perception. Okay. It'd be perception plus your rank in that particular okay. skill. Yeah, so it's a step seven for me. Uh, 11. So what kind of information are you looking for? Um, I think just anything to kind of put the pieces here of what's going on with, like, maybe Lord Flaxworth in particular. <laughs> yeah, so I think you don't know that name in any way, um, other than, you know, you've heard of Carefac Flaxworth. Mm -hmm. um, Scourge, in, in the context of Scourge history, that means from what you've heard from this message, um, it may be that, uh, yeah, you're, you're not sure how long they've been, they were in there, but this is definitely a breached care, um, from what you could tell on the way in. Whatever took over this place succeeded. Um, mm -hmm. trying to think, um, if they are expressing, um, concern about the age, uh, differentiation between Lord Flaxworth's actual age versus what he looked like, then you must imagine this is probably later in the Scourge probably a couple hundred years in when elf should start at least showing some aging yeah yeah i don't know how much you know but yeah i think you've probably been to a few breached cares as places to you know mm -hmm. plunder for some loot um and uh you know this one's a little different than most that you've been to yeah uh, it's almost like you know first of all the museum's been kind of set up in here sounds like there's a bit of a history of people keep coming back to this place yeah a lot of unusual things about this particular care uh, I think <laughs> Kwame is just kind of pondering this, trying to... She feels like there's something missing here, but she's not quite sure. So I think she says, maybe before we go running into things, we should take a look around, see if there's anything else that we can find to help us figure out what's going on. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I think that's probably... Um, hey, uh, Orb Guy, where, where did you live? <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I said, hey, Orb Guy, where did you live? Oh, orb guy. Okay, sorry, I didn't know that part cut out. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> uh, I think she just yeah. talked too fast. Sorry, I'm talking too fast for the microphone to keep up with me. I lived at the lower section of Care Flexworth. I'm gonna go look at the lower section, guys. And she starts flying over there. What lower section? I assume, like, geographically, like towards the the door. Unless he means like, hey, uh. I mean, we know that you say this lower. Yeah. Uh, do you, Do you mean like, uh, you know? A different floor than the main one? And then there's a little recording that just says, oh, there is both the upper area and the lower area of Care Flaxworth. The lower is the main care with several um, residential neighborhoods uh, branching off from that main area and a separate area for our savior, Lord Flaxworth. And you can tell it's an older recording, that one. Oh. That's kind of what I suspected. When we walked in here, we thought it was kind of small, so... Yeah, if you'll recall, you, you thought this was kind of small for a care. There must be another section, potentially. And you did notice that there is a what looks to be a bit of a cave-in that's been disturbed a bit um, to your west, that someone's been removing some, some rocks there and may have climbed in there recently. You're not sure. So it seems like uh, we were right, and this is too small. So I think maybe over in those rocky areas over there, maybe we might be able to find something there. Or uh, I might have you big, strong people to uh, move the rocks, because uh, obviously that's not going to work for me. Unless, I mean, I might be the only one that can get inside the rocks, because I'm too small and I can fit in between the holes. I think we can get these out of the way for you. <laughs> me, Hannah, <laughs> yeah, is making yeah, muscles with my arms. <laughs> 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 yeah, I go fly over and sit on a rock and wait for my 
big lunky people to, to move it for me. <laughs> yeah, as you head in that direction, um, Mixie, you can notice that, uh, yeah, you could fit through the hole that's up there right now, and it doesn't look like it would take a lot of effort for someone with more than windling muscles to open it up further. Uh, Mixie kind of gets up there and she starts, like, looking around as everyone's, like, getting close. She says, I'm just gonna go through and see what's on the other side. Don't worry, I'll be quiet. Bye. <laughs> Oi, let's, let's all... Does uh... she pass on that it looks easier to remove up there, or no? No. No? <laughs> I'm just gonna go in the hole. So as you go in, it's a little dark in there. Um, do you have any light spells or just a... You probably have a light crystal on you, I'll say, though, if you want to. I would probably have a light I, I think crystal, we talked yeah. about you guys bringing some with you for at least the entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The main area was lit up uh, in, inside because light crystals don't last a long time, the ones installed to the walls. Um, but yeah, you can, you can see that there is basically beyond this cave-in a way down into a lower section. It... You... I want you to roll a awareness, actually, just to see what you... Th- okay. What you gather about this because there's some things going on in here seven yeah it's an average success you would notice that uh this cave-in uh that you're seeing that you've gone past it doesn't look like a cave-in on the other side it almost looks like it's been faked somewhat huh and it was hmm. recent hmm. Hmm. <laughs> interesting i'm gonna fly in a little further i'm hoping i'm hearing the sound of them moving rocks behind me yeah what are you folks doing Removing rocks? Do we need to make a rock yeah, I think moving be... test? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're good. I don't, okay. I don't have that as a talent. No, you can just slowly, surely, unless you're trying to do this hurriedly or uh, any particular style. No, I, think I don't you think so. I'm just can, no, uh, I think we're just clearing it. <laughs> I think I would prioritize doing it safely so we don't collapse rocks yes. on ourselves. Exactly. Uh, Mixie, yeah, you follow this down and it seems to go down, you know, quite a few yards, and then it opens up to a much larger chamber. And I'm just going to check if I do have another roll 20 thing. I do. Did one last time. That's right. Okay. So uh, on this map that's on roll 20, uh, you're kind of coming in from the right on this. But essentially, you are seeing another large chamber. It is not well lit, though. You're going to need your light crystal, uh, because there are some light crystals in the walls here, but they're well faded. Uh, it's enough that you can g- basically get a sense of what's around you. It's kind of like it's twilight, dim lighting. You notice there's a lot of skeletons um, around. There are a lot of old collapsed buildings. It almost looks like a town of sorts. There are offshoots in various spots. It's not something I could put in the Roll20 map, but there are offshoots in the various spots that presumably lead off to other neighborhoods um, where people live in smaller uh, cave sections uh, that was mentioned in the orb. And, um, yeah, you named the type of a building that would be in a town. That that type of building is here. Library, tavern, smith, and uh, storehouses. There's even barns, library. Do I see anything that looks like the ruins of, a, like, a bigger building? Like, somewhere, say, like, a lord might live. <laughs> uh, they You got from the orb that he was in one of his own offshoots, right? Yeah. Do, do I have that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask the orb... Uh, where exactly did this uh, this lord live? Lord Flaxworth lived in Flaxworth Mansion, off to the northeast quadrant of the lower section. Kind of alludes to a spot that you can probably figure your way towards. And while you're doing that, I'm going to say the others have had a good enough chance to, you know, pull the boulders away. And um, see kind of a dark hallway ahead of you. You probably have some lights with you, but I don't think you've heard anything from Mixie yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Mixie's going to turn around and, and shout down the hallway. Hey, everybody, uh, I think I know where to go next. All right, uh, Thravik's going to start making his way there. Yeah. Mixie waits for everybody because she doesn't want to get attacked. 
because she's a coward. <laughs> she is tiny and she will get squished. <laughs> I'm coward. Squishy. I'm real squishy. As you come down here, I'm going to get both Ravik and Saliak to roll willpower tests again. Ooh. Okay. Oh boy. Mm. I think I probably stopped for a little while, but I think I, I would probably start recasting Astral Shield on people. Mm, good idea. You said willpower, right? And we can or cannot spend karma. Not on this, no. Okay. This is just a straight willpower test. I rolled a three. <laughs> Not much for you. Let's see I what Saliak does. And I rolled a three. Eight. Oh, that's Saliak. Eight. Excellent. You have a distinct memory suddenly come back as you walk down this hallway that you, at some point in the past, ran the other way up out of this, and there wasn't a cave-in upstairs. Uh, yeah, he's he's stepping through, and then he'll 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 kind of catch himself. He sharp intake of air, <gasps> and the, if if Thravik turns to look, he, he sees this. His eyes have gone yeah, pretty wide. Does. And he says, I, I remember that there, there was something down there that it, it, was, it was bad. We, I, I, I was running, but not, not towards it, but away. The, the cave-in was cleared out, running for my life. I, 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 cannot, I cannot remember more than this. I would advise extreme caution. And he's, he's kind of collecting himself now, and he's realizing that... Well, I can't exactly repeat this because then the whole point, the whole thing has been pointless, but it just, Boy, it just hit him real hard. <laughs> do you think, uh, Yeah. do you think you two made that, that cave-in? Yeah, I was just about to say, it doesn't look like it was caused by anything natural. It looks like it, someone made it. I mean, it could have been us. It could have been those cadaver men. I mean, who knows? But it's clear that whatever horror is causing all of this is obviously still here if it's taunting us and we ran away from it, so... Yes, I think uh, we can all agree that caution is definitely advisable. And he, of course, he also has his—he uh, has the saber out to basically yeah. act like a homing <laughs> rod. Too. You notice there is a very slight vibration. Uh, it's very, very subtle, though. But uh, as you come down in here, there's—it's—it's it's very subtle, though. I think because you're on a little more edge now that you have this memory. You're actually in between, is it me or is it the sword? Am I vibrating or is the sword? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm going to get uh, Andrew to roll a uh, awareness for um, Thravek. All right. That is a 16. Wow. Okay. You know, as a weaponsmith, and your eyes easily get diverted by seeing an old smithy, an old, um, you know, ruined smithy building, um, mm -hmm. which you see from... Uh, where you, where you, where this, uh, this tunnel eventually lands at, you can see it quite clearly there. And, um, you get a little tingling sense, um, of familiarity beyond just your discipline with weapons, but just this place, just a vague mm -hmm. tingle. Thravik's just going to say, um, I feel, um, familiarity with that smithy over there. I'm going to go check it out. And he starts walking over towards it. Mixie's going to follow him. Notice that even though um, the building itself is collapsed, there's a part of it that is well outfitted with some really interesting weapons to you. Various oh. pre-scourge blades. thing that stands out the most to you is there is a boulder there and there is an axe in the boulder. And you're wondering, is this one of those gifted edges? One of those butter blades? <gasps> oh. Okay. Sometimes they're faked uh, and people just like shove regular axes into 
boulders, but, boulders and stuff, but yeah. you're you're probably extra curious about if you finally found yeah. the, the real thing. Yeah, I think he's transfixed and he's just like kind of walking a bit faster towards this thing and he's getting a little <laughs> bit excited, hoping it actually is one. Oh, what you see? Um, it's um, that that looks like maybe a butter blade. It could be faked, but I need to know. He just like walks over to it. <laughs> I trans- need to know. <laughs> I love that. That does not look fake to me. Gonna, can I look at it in astral space? Yeah, I'm gonna give first uh, Thravik a chance to do to roll a perception-based weaponsmith uh, half magic. So that would be your perception plus your circle, and then yeah, Mixie, you can turn on astral sight and roll astral sight as well. Dang, man. nice! Dang. Uh, I finally wow. did a good job on astral sight. <laughs> Susanna, you're rolling too. Uh, I got a twenty-one. I got a nine. I know it's worrying right. me. So, yeah. first of all, on a nine, the one thing you definitely recognize that would be plainly obvious to have any weaponsmith is that the shaft of this axe is not uh, rotted. All the buildings around here that were wood are kind of rotted, but the axe uh, shaft is actually fine. To you, this is often mm. the sign of something that's truly a thread item, truly a pattern item, or something magical at least, uh, because right. it is not deteriorating normally. And. Um, yeah, Susanna Mixie on a 21 on Astral Sight. That's enough to to know that you're probably looking at some kind of magic item. Uh, the nature of it and stuff, that's that's more of an item history uh, type role that takes, for wizards, quite, you know, at least for you, it takes quite some time, but usually most weaponsmiths, it would take some time, but um, Andrew Throvik has that special circlet, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And if you want, you can make use of the talent that it provides. I definitely will. All right. Yeah, I think uh, Mixie will just say, huh, you, you know, it might be, it is, it's definitely magic. Yes, yes, I agree. Uh, the, the handle isn't rotted. That's that's a good sign. I'm going to I'm gonna try and see if I can figure out more about this thing, and I will go ahead and roll that. Yeah, roll item history in that case. My item history is a 12. Ooh. And you can use karma. So just to explain, normally item history is something where a weaponsmith or wizard takes an item and spends about an hour per day looking at it for about a week, and then you roll a test to see how well you figured out stuff about it. Um, mm-hmm. But Thravik has this circlet. Maybe we can describe in a moment that reduces yeah, yeah. the time so to minutes. Just to remind everybody again, it um, it is called the circlet of Corollis, and it is a exquisitely crafted gold headpiece that was cast from melted down gold coins passed in circulation during the scourge and it uh, has some deep uh, green emerald gemstones kind of in the center of it that's cool and it glows so yeah I will uh, see I take one point of strain and then I get to do the test so I will do that I think Saliak has been following close behind him just because he sees this ooh odd weapon I don't know about so Obviously not as excited as Throbeck Goldivik because he's the one who's having this familiarity thing, but yeah, it's just like, ooh, kid at a candy store, new toy, let's let's look at it. So I am rolling a step 12 plus 4 because I'm spending karma, so let's see how this goes. Ooh, you got a reroll. Ooh, wow, 20, right. excellent. Oh, 20. boy. Nice. nice. Excellent. So typically in Earthon, this would be something that reveals like key knowledges and things like that that are more campaign-based. So I'm going to interpret this a little more differently and basically confirm your suspicions that this is a gifted edge. Um, It is a butter blade. Um, And if you were to attempt to tie a thread to it, you may be able to... I mean, you may be able to try to remove it yourself from the the boulder, but one way uh, you can do that, you can um, ensure that you can do this, you think, because this was typical of these, is that you would actually magically tie a thread from your discipline to it using thread weaving 
and it would become kind of bound to you, and you would be able to remove it. Yeah, I think Thravik is getting really excited. So just to make just to make sure I understand, do I know that it's definitely a butter blade or just a gifted edge of some kind? Yeah, butter blade's just a uh, kind of a catch-all colloquial term for gifted okay. edges. So you, you're pretty is, sure it's one of these. This is one of those things I've never been able to find before, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm gonna we'll roll one more willpower. All right, I'll do that. I got a natural one on my willpower. Oh, no. Awesome. Whoa. <laughs> now roll your thread weaving if you would like to do that. I am going to do that because Dravik is definitely excited. He's like, it. I think it is a, a, a butter blade. It's, this is what we were looking for, Saliak. And uh, he uh, will thread weave. As he's saying that, um, Mixie's like, Ah, well, uh, uh, be, be careful, because you remember the, the, the guy that we met, the, the obsidian? Uh, he told us that, uh, that that you guys were looking for the butter plate the first time. So, yeah, you know, um, uh, why would you leave it here if this is something, you know, I'm, I'm just a little concerned. Thravik is not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spending a point on, of karma to thread weave to this item. I didn't think he was, but I <laughs> needed to be said. I got a 17 this time. Ooh, excellent. Yeah, so you are able to weave a thread to this, and this is something that non-spellcasters don't do very often, but they are able to, is to do this thread weaving talent. Um, and um, yeah, if you wish, you can try to lift it out of the um, the boulder. Yeah, I will try. And you are able to. Nice. And if you were to do just a little test on another part of the boulder, you find that you can actually cut through things. Um, that is so this cool. Seems very dangerous to you. Oh, I love this. <laughs> I think Thravik is like spinning it over in his hands first. So like he's like pulls it out and is looking at it. Is kind of like looking at the edge and he takes like a nice strike to try and slice off a little part of the boulder. And then when he does, he's just you can see the excitement in his eyes. And with that, now I'm gonna do the consequence of your failure yeah. on the willpower test. Failure on the willpower, yeah. <laughs> is that yeah. now you realize you have this sudden memory of you did find this axe before. You looked at it, and then something distracted you that time and drew you in a different direction. And it's starting to connect in your mind to that vision where you saw the things come out of the wall and all that. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're now notice, noticing that, oh, this is the, the chamber that that place in, if you were here before. And you found this before, and you were distracted by that, and you still ran <laughs> whatever did that. Whatever distracted me when I found it the first time, uh, yeah. I ran from it. Is anything else happening, or is it just that I'm remembering? Just that you're ba that basically my, my test there was, are you going to remember before or after? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> We're going with after. Uh, yeah, gotcha. Really okay. after, after you play with it a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. After I had plenty of time to thread weave to it and everything. Um, so, yeah, Thravik is just going to say, um, oh, um, I, you're right. I did right. find this before. Um but the last time I got distracted, that uh, that first vision, that the vision you had on the ship, Saliac, the the things coming out of the wall, it's it seems I think that's what it was. Something distracted me from this and caused me to run away. Mixie immediately starts looking around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mixie, roll awareness. Okay. I think Quinamea kind of mumbles under her breath, like, "Well, at least it wasn't a trap, I guess." <laughs> Six. 
I mean, it, it would take you a while, but you probably could locate um, kind of from the description that Saliak gives uh, to the location to one of the walls here. Um, was it this wall? And Saliak, yeah, it is. <laughs> he, he, he looks, he's looking around based on what uh, Thravik said. Yes, yes, this this is the place from the, that dream, that, that elf who was there, that could be, that could have been the lord of this place. And he's looking around expecting expecting weird plants to attack him at any time because <laughs> Do you think the Lord, Lord Flaxworth, he's the one that's been speaking to you this whole time? I mean it kinda of stands to reason, doesn't it? Either that or uh, whatever has taken up residence in his old skin. Hmm. What would happen to your friend, the girl? I do not know. And then she kinda of remembers the uh the thing you guys found, the, um, the 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 orb that started it all, she's like the marble. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, Mixie, you're carrying this right in one of your packs or something. I think so. Yeah, either that or I put it with uh, yeah. Throw with off, I, I think Thropic's kind of carrying, carrying it. Yeah. things that are too heavy for me. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm probably true. carrying it. Yeah, because for us it's a marble, but for her it's like <laughs> huge. It's like a big boulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm small. Yeah, you're measured in like inches, not feet, right? I am 16 inches tall. Oh okay. my gosh. I am technically under two feet tall. I mean, you're not technically under two feet. Well, I was going to say I'm technically <laughs> well, at least a foot, but then I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not measured in feet. I'm measured in foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, I think at this point, so she makes the comment about the, the friend and Saliak talks about the Lord and just is like, well, I mean, we, we don't really know. We just need to keep looking i guess but we should be on the lookout for that wall or maybe we need to check out that wall um well it's potentially but maybe we should go look at this guy's like house first just just before we t- before we get to the scary wall could be relevant yes we should maybe there. see if we can find anything out about him i think mixie's able to lead you to there um the directions yeah. from the the um recording orb um thing um, again, you go through a bit of a tunnel. It, doesn't, it leads down slightly, but not really. Um, and into a smaller chamber where you can tell that long ago there must have been lots of living trees, um, plantation, that kind of thing here. Uh, but it's long since dead. Not much. There's actually a small glowing ball of light in the the tops of this chamber, uh, which... Uh, Thravek and Sal... Actually, I think every one of you at this point, because you've all been in old cares, probably know of these elemental suns that have been created sometimes by elementalists um, and mm. what they begin to look like when they burn out. And so he must have had a private sun in his, in his space there that, <laughs> that is, is cool. quite heavily burnt out. But um, Saliak, as you're looking around, um, notice a another chamber... Um, there, there is ruins in the center of the space of an old building, but it's not really standing much anymore. But you do notice that there's another offshoot to this chamber. And I want you to roll uh, on awareness on how much you notice about that. That is a four. You're noticing that there's another chamber off to, they'll say, the west in this area. And there is a slight glow um, that is pulsating from that direction. And just a little bit of wiggle from your blade i was gonna say is this is the sword reacting okay then i think he he's going to he's going to start to drift in that direction but he'll he'll make a hand gesture 
to the others just to <laughs> just to make them aware that he's doing this. He's not like fallen under a trance and is walking that way under <laughs> some evil spell. But yeah, he's going to uh, get into a ready stance and move slowly towards this offshoot. If others follow him or not, uh, he's not sure. But at this point, he is, especially after the memory flash, he is, I mean, he's he's gone into one track mind. I need to know. Uh, I think as you enter into the space a bit, you're beginning to notice that there's more of a pulse sound as well, not just your sword vibrating. It, it's almost like you thought at first a heartbeat, but then it seems like a lot of different heartbeats. Oh. And in this glowing space, you look at the floor, uh, and the floor uh. is kind of matted. It's almost like the floor is flesh-like. Oh. And then you notice the walls are the same, and the ceiling is the same, and it's all a patchwork of various skins uh, patched together oh. and uh, grafted together, and it's all pulsing as if it's one thing. And I think we'll end there. Oh, oh <laughs> gross. That is so disgusting. That just reminded disgusting. me, that just reminded me of nasty. the scene in Lord of the Rings where they're going into, um, oh my gosh, now I can't think of it, but Gimli steps on the skull like it cracks, and then he looks down and he realizes he stepped on the oh, skull. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, no, 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 that's the, yeah. Yeah. That's the army of the dead. It's, yeah, it's when they the, go to get the, the army um, of the dead, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Dreamaborg. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, exactly yeah. the energy nice. that seems. I think somebody's got <laughs> a skull in Moria too. <laughs>